Well, hello, everybody out there in music video land, and welcome to another edition of the IMVDB podcast. Uh, this week in music videos, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. My name is Adam of the IMVDB, and with me, as usual, of uh, the popular website vimeo.com and IMVDB is Doug Klinger. How are you, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. You getting mad. I'm getting rich. I mean, I am getting a little angry, but at the same time, you're getting rich, and that is making me more mad. I don't know how we're going to resolve this conflict. We may need mediation. And speaking of mediation... <laughs> he, from, is a medi- he is a world-famous mediator. That's right. Uh, from FringeMusicFix.com, from North of the Wall, it is Mr. Adam Alexander. Adam, how are you? I'm great. I'm anxious to keep you guys under control tonight because mm-hmm. things could get really heated bad. here. Well, what, it's, a, what, a, what, a, what website are you from, Fairhome? We're, you named the websites that Adam Alexander and I are from. What website are you from? Well, uh, it's a little website you may know called adamfairhome.info. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was doing some browsing on this website this week, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty impressive. You may now, have... Adam, can you explain why you don't have adamfairhome.com? Can you? Well, it's definitely not because I used to have adamfairhome.com and I accidentally let it, let it what do they call it, relapse? And yeah. uh, definitely so, Chinese yeah. domain squatters did not get it, for sure. Uh, because most people who let their their name.com lapse uh, are able to get it back. It's like, oops, here's $8 again. Thanks mm. for it back. Uh, but someone stole your domain is what you're saying. Uh that is exactly what happened, and yes, I I am obviously not some sort of celebrity or important person of any sort of sort, but I think I just had the bad luck for that Chinese domain squatters were like, yeah, this guy, let's get this. Little known have, fact: Have you ra- have you reached out to get it back though at all? No, they were fifty thousand dollars because <laughs> because you know in the age of many different domain endings, it was significantly easier to just buy Adam info In the age of who gives a fuck. Uh, exactly, yeah. Uh, little known fact, the reason why we switched from filmed insert to IMVDB is because the same thing happened. Adam, you've got a history of letting people steal our domains. <laughs> just, just kidding. You that can is still not true. We actually we still own filmedinsert.com. Yeah, if you type it in, it'll just, it'll just bring you to the same website that IMVDB brings you to. Um, but we did get IMVDB.com and a late night domain on auction for like some ridiculously small sum of money, right? Yeah, just fifty, just fifty thousand. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we are a podcast talking about music video releases, other music video related news. Sometimes we kind of veer into just the music news. Another, you know, we're also interested in music technology as well. And this has been a crazy week for all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm just talking. I'm this not even. I'm not even talking about the music video stuff we're going to talk about, which in, which includes. Uh, what I would say is definitely, it was only January, but the most messed up video of 2016 so far. Oh, wow. I don't even uh, know which one this is. You don't know which one it is? Well, I guess I do. Yeah. Uh, go through, well there, are, well, there are different videos that are messed up for different reasons, but the most kind of violent, depraved. Yeah, right. Um, unexpected. But yeah, absolutely unexpected. So we have a great slate of music videos to talk about a little bit later on the podcast, but we also have a little bit of... Uh, you know, <laughs> you're gonna find uh, music video news strictly is a little bit slow in coming for some reason this time of year. 
So we're there's stuff that tangentially relates. Right. Um, and one of the things that kind of caught our eye is the announcement that Spotify is moving into video. Spotify, the uh, former competitor to audio before they folded, and a primarily, actually up until, you know, today, primarily 100% a uh, music streaming service. Yeah, and everybody's getting into video, so it's no, no surprise. I mean, Tidal and all of these new streaming services have it built in right away. Um, but Apple Music, you know, iTunes essentially now doubling down on video, and Facebook now doubling down on video, and Tim Hortons now doubling down on video. You're just getting video from every everybody is getting into this game, and so it's not a surprise that that Spotify's jumping in. But the strange thing was is that so. Um, and Adam and I were talking about this uh, a, a while ago or earlier today and uh, agreed that it is strange that, you know, Spotify has cemented themselves as a primo music service. All of their kind of unique and interesting features like the um, curated uh, weekly recommendations uh, playlist, the Discover Weekly playlist that you, they create for you that has really defined Spotify as a service – um, everything is catered around music and music curation and they launched this video service and it is all like Netflix and Hulu style content, um, like basically shows, um, you go in there and, uh, it's, it's rolled out, I believe primarily on Android right now. It's going to come to iOS and I assume it will come eventually to the, um, desktop Spotify application. Um, but basically you're watching TV shows. Which, um, for many reasons, seems strange to me. Um, yeah. Main, and they also have podcasts and Spotify for a are they t- Are they music-related TV shows? No. Not at all. Yeah. What, it was, what, Adam, do you remember what, what kind of uh, well, program uh, they Well, they listed – Like Just Shoot Me and Suddenly Susan and these types <laughs> of <shows. laughs> – they, they basically listed some networks. They, I didn't see any um, – specific programs cited but uh but yeah they didn't sound to be it wasn't even mtv it was nbc the bbc uh which could do have some music themed content i guess they could be showing episodes of the voice i don't know or i don't they know what's be, going on they could be showing the musical acts from jimmy fallon and um no no from, no this is like the daily show and sports center kind of thing no no but what i'm saying is it could it could trend in that direction where if they already have a content deal with nbc that they could be showing, mm-hmm. you know, people are like, look, give me a break. I watch your music related content, but you know, I, you know, I'm not watching this other stuff that you're trying to make me watch, but maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe like I get, you know, all of these companies need to have next steps, right? Like Google was, is never okay with just telling you, you know, the stuff you want, like the, the answering your questions. Like they want to be, to provide every service for you. And it makes sense that every, one of these companies wants to expand. Um, it's just so interesting that they don't kind of try to bridge the jump at all with Spotify. For Spotify to be going from like, all right, where 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 you listen to music to it's like now where we go to entertain you through video of a different kind completely. It just it makes less sense to me to at least not have like kind of some kind of bridge where it's like, okay, this is music video, and then it's video without the music. It feels like it feels like a just like a, a a wider leap than you you'd expect. Yeah, and for a long time, Spotify has 
been vocal about the fact that they want to add a podcast offering, um, which makes sense. Podcasts are audio. Um, they're not music, obviously, but they fit into sort of the Spotify offering of, of what you can you know get from their service. Um, so they have actually uh, added that. It's interesting. So they, they, they just put this under the browse. If you're familiar with Spotify and how it's been... Uh, how the organization of it has evolved over time, you'll be very familiar with the browse section, which holds things like charts, uh, your genre and mood uh, playlists, um, new releases, and then their discover tab. Um, and this has just been sort of shoehorned in there. And it's under the uh, moniker of video shows, which I don't think <laughs> I've, I've heard a more awkward like labeling of what it, everything about this just makes no sense to me. And it's so, a video But if you told me like uh, <laughs> earlier today that, Hey, Spotify is going to integrate music videos into their service, then that would have made complete sense. I don't understand this. And, and it, it also, you know, the other flip side of that is it also leaves the door still open for, um, you know, one of these services to do an actual decent, not just like half-assed job of integrating music videos. Can I just tell you that video shows sounds like something Borat would say? <laughs> just, let's go to the movie film. Let's go to the, like, it just like, uh, man, did you guys think when we started this podcast that you'd get a Borat impression out of me at one point? That's um, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working on it. Um, I, it, it what a dumb clunky out like rollout. None of this, none of this seems to make sense to me. Um, uh, but um, did you have you watched any of this content? And either of you guys? Um, I have not because there I have an iOS device and it is not rolling out to iOS until next week. Um, but it is on Android, and I have seen a few screenshots. Um, and it, yeah, it just uh, seems odd. Um, but. I think it is really interesting because now Apple Music, for lack of a better term, um, is a competitor of Spotify's. I believe um, since they have they have obviously put so much so many resources into not only premiering music videos but getting them made and, and in some cases, as we've heard, funding them. Um, that I guess it could be sort of seen as catch up from Spotify's perspective. Um, of like, hey, we're going to do music videos as well and inter- integrate in that service. But the thing that uh, that Spotify has done better than any other competitor, um, maybe RDO not included. I know there are some, Adam, probably uh, uh, you would probably count among the faithful, the RDO faithful. Um, but the thing that they've yeah. done, I think, better than anybody else is organizing and making the product extremely clear to the people yeah. who are using it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they combine that aesthetic and the way that they're able to, you know, it's taken them, they didn't get it from day one. It's taken them a while to figure that out. But Apple Music is is way, way, way behind in that aspect. If they can figure that out, I think that would be a, a, a positive direction for the product. I don't see how this is going to actually benefit them in any way. Well, so here's the thing, though. That is oftentimes the difference maker between services, right? Like there's, there's really no significant difference between the music you get on um, Apple music that you get on Spotify, that you get on Google play. Like I I remember the night that the Beatles ended up on, on 
uh, all of these streaming platforms and every single streaming platform was celebrating it like it was some personal individual win. You know, finally, the Beatles on Spotify, but like fucking the Beatles got showed up at 11 places at the same time that night. Mm-hmm. And so the, what ends up differentiating these uh, companies and these and these products is the organization of content and Spotify organizes their content in a way that is better than any of their competitors. And so it could work for video too. Um, They have an algorithm that um, recommends for most people really relevant and and, uh, content that they had otherwise wouldn't have discovered. And if they can bring that to video, it doesn't matter what shows, what type of content they have um, because they're gonna have a ton of it. And they're going to have something for everyone. And if they could make you find that, that's going to, you know, that really could be, you know, very, very good. But who knows? Who knows if they're, if the system they built for music is going to work the same way for video content? Because it's not necessarily the same thing. Uh, it's a lot easier to, I think, make connections between musicians uh, and styles of music to, to do what Spotify does. I think it's a lot more complicated to do it with video content. Um, but, you know, they've really cracked this one nut and maybe they can they can do it again in video. Um, and I, I would direct, if anybody's a Spotify user or is even interested in, in what Spotify is do, doing, we'll put a link in the show notes to Adam Pasek's uh, article for Quartz, The Magic That Makes Spotify's Discover Weekly Playlists So Damn Good. Um, and I read a lot of these articles about um, how different features work or how some technical issue or challenge was surmounted by different teams. And a lot of them, I remember there was a, an article about um, how Instagram overcame the issue of having these huge celebrities use their platform and sort of driving tons of traffic to them. And, and the the basis of the art, or the, like the conclusion the article came to is they just used caching. They're just like, yeah, instead of counting all the likes on every single like page load, we cached it. It's like, yeah, that's a great tip. Um, but this goes really <laughs> this goes really into depth in how all of the fascinating data that they kind of put into what makes Discover Weekly such a great playlist. Adam, after Ardio, what did you go did you go to Spotify or what are you on now? I'm on Spotify, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to basically there's yeah. not really any uh pandora bought rdo pandora is not available in canada so yeah it was kind of And what about apple, apple music either or that wasn't a consideration i i did try google music to see how it was but uh it didn't compare and based basically just what you had mentioned doug the organization of the content was really lacking on uh on google music so yeah, yeah i had to do spotify and, and then I, I mean um, aside from the the social component, which is what I would argue that RDO probably did uh, better than Spotify. I mean, Spotify is the only other one with a with a solid social component where you can watch what people are listening to and share playlists, and uh, and they do that well as well. So, but the discover the discover weekly thing is cool. People sing that. Th- I, I don't get much use out of it. I don't know what it is about me or my listening habits or or what. Um, that I personally don't usually find anything I like in Discover Weekly, but or or if I like it, it's something that I've I have heard twenty years ago. But um, 
and just had you know and hadn't made a um, Spotify playlist with it, um, you know. But uh, I know a lot of people who basically say like, if it weren't for Discover Weekly, they wouldn't pay, you know use Spotify. Um, it and- it really is incredible, and this article goes in, into depth and you know how they put that together because it's and it, it Discover Weekly is not an old feature. It's not like they launched with it. It's it's a it's and they have a whole team that's that's behind it. Um Doug, I enjoy your Yams playlist. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I fo- I'm a, I'm a big big fo- like follower of other people's playlists if I see them pop up. Nice. Um, what do you like about my Yams playlist? I just, you know, I It's very uh, it's very like uh dance hip hop heavy. Like it it's really hip hop. Yeah. It's hip hop you can dance to. And it it's it's. I mean, it's difficult to find, you know, new, good music, um, or just like no, like uh, you can get into this loop where you listen to the same stuff all the time. Yeah, and that is fun for for some instances, and sometimes you just want to listen to the stuff that you want to listen to. But I, the the beauty of, and it's incredible that this didn't exist five years ago, and we were just sort of, you know, playing our libraries from iTunes, and that, that it's incredible how much that's progressed. But and you used to think how crazy it was to like, <laughs> oh my god, I have thirteen hundred songs. I could never like, I yeah. could be trapped on a desert island. You know, like it seems so crazy. <laughs> it's not even worth thinking about what it was a step before, and you just had massive books of CDs, mm-hmm. and you know. But like, yeah, even even what like what we've come from just from digitali- like digitalizing music. Um, so, you know, you're right. That's funny. I haven't, I haven't really thought of it in those terms. But everyone gets like a little bit different thing out of it. It's funny that you like add it, you know, you guys get a lot more out of the social component and, and, um, but it's all there. And mm-hmm. so if that can, you know, if they can get that stuff to kind of work together for video, um, because, you know, YouTube and, uh, doesn't really do it. And obviously nobody's using these other platforms really. Like I don't know anyone who – Apple Music, yes. But I don't know anyone who is a like diehard user of anything else. And the only people who I know who use Apple Music were, were the people who prior to that were just downloading all of their music on iTunes. Yeah. And that was like they, – they weren't even streaming. That was their conversion. I do – so I do know one diehard title user. Really? Who? Yes. Um, it is actually uh, my boss at work. Now, uh, is, what is it about title that makes him a diehard title, title user? Uh, so this is uh, Dave. Dave, if you're listening, what's up? Shouts. Um, shouts to Dave. Uh, it, so Dave actually used title. I, I, you know, we obviously do a lot with com- computers, and I've seen his desktop many times, and he plugged his desktop in, and I was like, what is this icon down here? And he said it's title. And uh, he saw he opened it up and showed me all around it. And stuff. What is this broke ass? Um, <laughs> well, he so he actually used title before Jay Z bought it. Oh it, wow! Believe it or not, um, and it was before the high fidelity. Um, yeah. David, right? So uh, that's not why he uses it. I remember that being such a selling point, like oh, HD music. That, I mean, that that is originally what brought him to title before Jay Z uh, yeah. bought it. Um, so yeah, but but you know that is an outlier. Um, you know, I was fascinated by that because I, right. it, people who are, can walk you through the, you know, the intricacies of title are few and far, far between. So, yeah. um, but well, yeah. he's got his hands on the Rihanna song that came out today. 
Yeah, it, but so so Rihanna's new song featuring Drake, what's it called? It starts with W. Work. Work. Um, like the Iggy Azalea song. Um, so uh, Rihanna was overshadowed by a little Kanye West action. Yeah, right. Although that song's fantastic. I found like there was a uh, Beats 1 stream or something. I don't know where, where it was, but I, I heard it and I was liking it. The Rihanna Anyone? song? Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. Uh, Adam Alexander? I have not heard it yet, but I'm anxious to. I'm, so, I'm down with some Rihanna. That's it's good. So good. If you if you had if you'd heard it, there'd be no question what the song is, mm-hmm. because or what the name of the song is, because the chorus is basically work, 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 work. Like that. Not quite, not quite, but but that those are it did it did sound like you read the lyrics um, <laughs> without knowing. Like if I just handed you a sheet of the paper of paper with the lyrics, but it doesn't sound like that at all. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Kanye West and Wiz Khalifa got into uh, in an uh, afternoon bit of entertainment today. Who wants to explain this? Well, I watched it live on Twitter. Did you? Did I live-ish. I mean, I tuned in kind of mid Kanye Twitter rant, mm-hmm. and so I and he was he was firing him off fast. So let me let me attempt to explain it. And Doug, you and Adam, you tell me if I'm off base or not. Go all the way back. Go all the way back to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay, so in 2010, Kanye. So the um, the issue was that Wiz Khalifa. So Kanye West is working on an album. Uh, was named Swish, which I thought was a great name. And then yesterday, which would have been Tuesday, January 26th, uh, Kanye announced that the name was going to be uh, Waves, Waves, um, which was kind of promoted some a little bit of backlash. I I don't know how much he was actually paying attention to. But one of the people that were kind of calling him out on it was Wiz Khalifa. And I don't really know the exact reason behind he was calling him out on it. He seemed to be, you know, insinuating that it was he was ripping somebody off. Do you know anything about about that aspect? I I am not too familiar with that aspect. Mm -hmm. What I know that, like, um, it did seem to be something like that going on, too. But what really set Kanye off was... The KK. Was Wiz Khalifa's uh, use of the... um, Use of K... Using the initials KK in a tweet, um, which uh, it seems to mean Khalifa Kush, right? Mm, yeah. Which is Wiz Khalifa's weed uh, re- uh, brand. <laughs> uh, um, and I guess Kanye uh, thought it meant Kim Kardashian. Uh, and the reason that there might be some sore uh, areas with people's uh, significant others and Wiz Khalifa and Kanye West is that <clears throat> Wiz Khalifa's current um, uh, wife, I believe, wife is a- Amber Rose, mm-hmm. which is Kanye West's former girlfriend. Who, why I mentioned my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, it is assumed that much of that, or you know, several points of that album are meant to be directed at Amber Rose. I, it was my understanding that most of that album is about her. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, um, that's also my understanding. So after that, uh, Kanye West just kind of went off. I picked it up around the time he started numbering his tweets. Mm-hmm. He, Which is he, always a good sign. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't do like a countdown. He just sort of numbered them going upwards, which is always interesting. So you never knew when it was going to end. And I think it ended up being about 
18. And um, when you don't, the reason that's significant is you number it and show how many there are, you know, one slash three, showing that there's going to be three tweets. <laughs> yeah. So people know to read three. Otherwise, you're just telling people Twitter works backwards <laughs> because, because you're not giving any other indication. Not to say that Kanye should know that and not to take anything away from what Kanye achieved today by his uh, Twitter rant. Um, so, you know, Kanye went through all these things about how, uh, he was, uh, super upset about this. And then, uh, Wiz Khalifa tweeted before Kanye had really even dug into his Twitter rant, KK is weed fool. Reasons why you're not wavy. Go back to swish. And reasons and, why you're not wavy. Is uh, a and good sentence. uh, Wiz Khalifa has tweeted many things about how he thinks, uh, wave is a shitty album title. Um, and Kanye West went and deleted all of these tweets. Um, Wait, hold on. We also need to say what uh, – did you see Amber Rose's tweet though? Um, I, I did not. It's something to the effect of like you're just mad that I'm not there to play in your butthole anymore. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can anybody explain to me why the first the, – the second like response to any Kanye West tweet is the word dad? It's it's. Well, that's – I think that's like um, – a uh, thing that kids do now to like just be like I am I am so in love with this person that they're my uh, that I'm going to call them mom or dad and I think it's something that originates um, from more of like a um, the Kardashian element of Kanye's fan base mm. and you know you would see that type of thing more like any Kardashian tweet to see like mom or something. And I think that, that that's just the counterbalance from what I've, from what I've observed. Uh, I've not, I've not gone to urban dictionary or, uh, I don't know what other website would maybe tell me, uh, encyclopedia dramatica. Um, Kanye has gotten himself in some strange stuff. Um, so, but the, the whole idea behind this and the reason why this has actually, actually happened and is in the news is the fact that Kanye West has a new album come out yet. And with that, I am very excited about any music videos that we can Well, right. Because if, if you recall, the, like, what he did with his last music videos, um, or excuse <laughs> me, his last album, um, he, he came out with several music videos and they were significant for a variety of reasons. Um, starting all the way back from which which song was it? Um, New slaves, I think. New slaves that he projected on the side of buildings and and uh, all over the all over the world or all over the country. All over the uh, world, yeah. You went to one of those. I did. It was In Columbus Circle. It was it was weird, uh, <laughs> and then it was it was great. It was great to like for that to be around that atmosphere of like a bunch of people uh, crowding around. Uh, a public space for some kind of guerrilla music video to be played. You know, you, you see, you see music videos mainly on the internet. Now, sometimes on television, if you're lucky, you see them on a, a screen somewhere, but um, you know, there are very few opportunities to see it, you know, illegally projected on the side of a building. Well, just to be clear, you would go to around this time uh, before Jesus came out, you would go to Kanye West.com and it would, the only thing, first of all, Kanye West.com only has one thing at a time, which I think is genius. Yeah. Um, and it would basically just have a map with all these different t- places and times. 
and I think this was the first wave of them. There were different waves, um, but this this weekend, I believe it was in, in the summer. Uh, it, it was like you know different places in Brooklyn and all around New York. There wasn't a lot of them. One of them is Columbus Circle. You go there at the appointed time and date, and a van just pulls up. Th- projector pops out of the van and then plays new slaves something that would not be the video it was just him kind of his his face uh but it was the song they played that on is stage. that not is it what is the new slaves video um, oh, is that the three like is that the animated one uh i don't believe new slaves had a video oh so i guess that is that like maybe it is and it just never existed in any other way but on the side of buildings i mean that's a that's a, that's a Tough one to call. I want to say that that's a music video that exists, but it only exists in that form. Yeah, I think you, you wouldn't be right. Because the ones from that album that came out were Black Skinhead, the Nick Knight video, and then the famous Bound 2 video, also by Just Nick also Knight. Nick Knight, right. Yeah. Right. So the music, Kanye's music videos are always significant for different ways. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I can only imagine what uh, it's going to mean, you know. For this, for this, and so I, I do think, um, you know, despite the the uh, Amber Rose's butthole tweet not having a direct link to this <laughs> to music videos, uh, Kanye West coming out with an album certainly does um, almost guarantee to have uh, to to come along with some music video news, and you know, we're just telling everyone to look out for that. And yeah, Kanye West, I feel like is always at his best. Um... Um, both musically and music videoly, when he's a little, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I know it is not in many people's minds uh, aging well, but my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I think, is still an amazing album, and Runaway is still an amazing video. Um, but uh, yeah, well, it remains to be seen. So I'm excited. So I think we've got one more pretend music video to talk about. Before we get into some of the real music videos released this week, mm-hmm. can we t- can we touch on Hello Huck? Absolutely. <laughs> can we do this? Uh, uh, we're, yeah, this is. I mean, this is really important music video news, you guys. This is really important music video news. Uh, so it's you, Wednesday, it's Wednesday, January twenty seventh. Uh, tonight, there's a GOP d- debate taking place on Fox News. I thought it, I thought it was tomorrow. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know anything. Because Donald Trump is he's he's got his own thing going on. Oh, okay. So tomorrow there's a debate, but we're in the heat of the primary season, the 2016 presidential election. Um, and Mike Huckabee is a candidate for the Republican nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, and he released a Iowa-themed <laughs> Iowa parody. Uh, Iowa and New Hampshire? Just Iowa. Just Iowa. An Iowa-themed a parody video of Adele's Hello, um, where he uh, parody is a is a very kind term. Because, yes, very charitable of you. Uh, very charitable. I think he's just using that term to like so he doesn't get sued. And this is a this is not like a super PAC video or you know because these candidates famously you know in the last few years uh, last few election cycles it's been made uh, a lot of fo- folks have brought it. It's been brought to a lot of folks' attention that candidates will put 
like just raw B-roll of themselves on their websites so super PACs can go and download it and cut together their own political ads for these candidates. This is not what this is. This is from Mike Huckabee directly uh, made this music video um, with rewritten lyrics that relate to Mike Huckabee and Iowa and the election. Um, and then they shot a music video for it, which is basically just Mike Huckabee either on the phone or looking sad. Uh, uh, just like sh- shots between that. And then the, the lyrics are on the screen, which make for like a really fantastic, um, like so many opportunities to take just some really great screenshots of just like, of just like Mike Huckabee looking really sad with the word image or something like that. <laughs> just like, just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, out of context, it just looks like it just looks weird. Uh, so that's something that I spent like all day doing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but, and uh, I think you are a pioneer of this video because this does not have a lot of views relatively speaking it's at like 60,000 views i think yeah but i also but i did find it on like some i feel like i i found it on some blog that was pretty big i don't know how it hasn't really lit the web on fire too much kanye stuff going on uh adam so adam are you, you know you being from canada are you familiar with who mike huckabee is <laughs> i'm not i can i can honestly say that we do not have any kind of parody nothing like this happens when we have <laughs> elections there's no Trudeau uh, or Junior. Not as of yet. Idiots. No, no, no parody music videos. This is amazing. This this is a piece. This is a beautiful. Wow, I don't even well, know. This, like, he used, there's a, there's one really great shot where like one person throws a cell phone to another person. Right. <laughs> I can't figure out who the thrower and the catcher is supposed to be, and what this. And what it's supposed to signify, um, but it's a really great moment. Uh, and it's interesting that it's so there, there are many. I mean, we could spend all night talking about what doesn't make sense in this music video because for the, the fact that the first like thirty seconds is taken up by just them naming foods is is enough for me. But um, it is it, the, one of the charming things about this music video is that you can tell that. Mike Huckabee is like game, but doesn't really know what's going on. Um, they, they he's very obviously being directed to do different things, but he, he kind of has, has a smile on, like he know he doesn't really know what's going on, but he knows whatever's going on is meant is to be humorous. like fun. Yeah, it's meant yeah. to be funny. So, and it, it it fails on at literally every level from just the, from you know obviously being a parody of anything to also being sort of. A, something that could be made sense of by sitting down and watching it. They also did like, the entire what? song. Yeah, the whole song. <laughs> Three and a half minutes long. And yeah, it just... Hello is not a not, it's not a long song, but it's not a short song. Right. Uh, it does not have a lot of, there's not a lot it's, of like, variations. Right. So it's safe to, it's recognizable, I'm sure. Right. It's, uh, um, it passed a billion views this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, which, oh, is it a billion views? Yeah. Oh wow! That's that's yeah. obvious. That's got to be a record. Yeah, I think so. I think that's got to be. Yeah, I mean, it's less than three months, or it's like just at three months. It came out that you know, October twenty something. Right. So, um, yeah, I think this week, like four more videos passed the billion view mark. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, so it's but like I don't know what this video is meant to achieve. Who watches this video and they're like, oh. Uh, this pushes me over the edge for Mike Huckabee. 
<laughs> he looked he looked sad and some random person sang a parody version of hello behind him uh what's your favorite uh lyric of this song well as i click around um there are so many great like as you mentioned uh little kind of uh <laughs> little pieces mine is 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 a a screenshot uh, that I landed on. It's at one fifty one in the video of Huckabee just sort of like he's outside. He's just sort of staring off in the distance with a big smile on his face. And the caption below just says "Today." Yeah. <laughs> There's so many great like like pulling a screenshot of Mike Huckabee on a phone with the word "baked beans" on the screen. <laughs> uh, my favorite lyric is uh, "Hello, Davenport." Amish chairs. Hold on. Hello, Davenport. Amish chairs. Casey's jerky. Quad City has quite a port. That's, that's my favorite. So hold on. Let's see if I can string this together better. Uh, hello, Davenport. Amish chairs. Casey's jerky. Quad City has quite a port. That's uh, somebody got paid money to write that. <laughs> and then sing it. And then Mike Huckabee is holding a wall phone. I think it's the i. I think it's the iPhone. No, uh, but there's success. they they use some other shots of him. I'm, for, oh, for this yeah, part, yeah. for this part, he's in an office. <laughs> it just like doesn't make sense. They're like, look, we can't keep using the same shot of him on a cell phone. Go find me any other footage of him on the phone, and we'll cut it in. Yeah, uh, at some point they're using like Hillary Clinton dancing with Ellen, which you think yeah. would, would be. <laughs> I mean, doesn't make any pe- sense. People like Ellen. It's not like Iowa is all against Ellen. Um, and then she, <laughs> he gets these uh, text messages at points too. Yeah, one, oh, yeah. one from Ted Cruz saying he's Canadian. Adam, <laughs> you get that joke? I I don't I don't because I don't know who Ted Cruz is, but I still thought that little interchange on the was hilarious. You, little emoji skates and Canadians. The joke still, the joke still, uh, still nails. It still works. It still works. I'm not, I'm not Czech. I'm Canadian. Uh. So Adam, since so this is an interesting opportunity here because Ted Tell Cruz me. is essentially in second place for like, uh, behind Donald Trump for the Republican nomination, depending on who you talk to. But it's, it's it, that, at this point, that seems what it is. And Ted Cruz was actually born in Canada. Okay. Um, his parents were American, but he was American citizens at the time of his birth. But he was technically physically born in I can't I think I think it was Alberta, um, but I'm not sure. So there's been a little bit of controversy about that. But mm-hmm. um, so we've gone quite we've gone pretty far into what I, I mean. Obviously, this is the music video of the week. Um, yeah, clearly. <laughs> and this is fresh off the presses. This is this came out today. Doug, thank you for bringing this to our attention. I wonder if we should list this in the database. Find uh, a way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, um, we'll get, maybe we'll get Caleb to write about under it. Under Adele, yeah. Um, but we should talk about some of the, the actual music videos that came out this week. I'd love to. Because there's, oh, there's some shit. There's some, well, not, not shit isn't bad, but, but some interesting as stuff. In, as in some dope shit. As in some dope shit. And speaking of dope shit, I think we should... Talk about my favorite dope, dope dude, and that is Mr. Two Chains. Uh, I'd love to start here. Everybody's everybody's uncle. Um, with Watch Out, directed by Motion Family. Motion Family is a director that uh, listeners may may or may not be familiar with, but we director have, uh, clan fan. They're a director family. 
judge your family, right? Um, and but they have he has done a lot of the they, family. They have- they, family. Sorry, I, I get my pronouns mi- mixed up. That's fine. I've done some a lot of hip hop videos. Um, uh, the including like fuck up some commas by Future, which I'm sure everyone has seen. Right, and uh, my N word. From 2013 by YG, which is a great video. I like that one a lot. Um, but uh, this one is uh, unique in a lot of different ways. First of all, Two Chains is usually I, I, there are very few Two Chains songs that either he's not featuring on or has a feature on. There are very few like one, at least like singles that are just Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. And this one is just Two Chains, and the yeah. video is a focus solely on 2 Chains, which is unique in its own right. We're used to seeing 2 Chains play kind of bit parts in videos or kind of play alongside somebody, like the um, video for a birthday song. So I like the fact that 2 Chains is always looking to be funny in this music videos because right. I think he pulls it off for the most part. His, his, uh, um, his lyrics are uh, funny, you know. They're, all, they're often explicit and... Right. Uh, you know, all of that, but they are still very lighthearted, I think. Uh, Doug, if, what's your favorite Two Chains combo couplet? I would say <laughs> mine is the beautiful, sort of the timeless, sold out arenas, you can suck my penis. That is a line from Two Chains. That's, that's one of my favorite lines a, of all that's, time. That's a, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dump a uh, stand behind that. I'm mm-hmm. going to, I don't know what to talk dirty to me by. I don't know how to talk, but that's a great one. Um, and this video is a great one. I it think. really is. Yeah. So the the concept of it is said, two chains is his head is just, basically it's an easy concept to talk about. Uh, his his head has just been put on other people's bodies. Yeah. Uh, some of them are I think are rec- recognizable, um, such as uh, it looks like he's uh, it looks like one of the bodies is Terrio. Oh yeah, you're right, Lil Terrio, remember? Um yeah, Terrio. And then the other and then it looks like one of the bodies is the why you always lie guy. Now, so this really confused me because I thought in the beginning that, you know, that's the second shot and I was like, "Oh, that's the why you fuck you lying guy." But two things that I think go against that theory. Number 1, the most recognizable thing from the why you lie video is the toilet in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not there. And that's an easy thing to do. It's an easy get. Number two, none of the other shots are like parodying, uh, parodying other online videos. Yeah, but the fact, no, yeah, but, uh, but they are because Terrio's in it and Terrio's a vine kid also. And, the, and why you always lying is a vine. Right. Yeah. And these are like, the, I think that, it, um, and I think there's more, I don't, um, I think that because uh, also the Why Always Lying guy, he's got the same blue shirt and he's on the side of a building that's just like the Why You Always Lying. Like that's a hundred percent. Yeah, well, what I just don't know why they didn't get the, the the toilet. I don't know, but also I feel like I feel like this. Uh, I feel like some of these other folks are. If it's Terrio and if it's the Why You Always Lying guy, I feel like there's a couple other references in here that we might just not be getting. Yeah. Um, um, and some other folks because that's a hundred percent Terrio because this is a hundred percent like a chubby little kid and he's doing so many of the specific Terrio dances that they, if they didn't get the actual Vine folks that they are 
emulating them intentionally. Um, and so one of the distinct visual things about this video is that uh, 2 Chainz's head is significantly larger than a normal human head. Yeah. And and in some of the shots, he's got a blunt in his mouth, and the blunt is massive too. Like they kept the they kept the blunt in proportion to his head, <laughs> to his head, not to his body. So he's like smoking a blunt that's like the size of his the arm of the body that he's on. Um, and so one of the reasons I think it's probably easier to put a bigger head on because then you just don't have to worry about the other head ever like coming through. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but also it's super funny. Yeah. It's super funny. And it's like, they, they don't follow any logic. Like he plays basketball against himself, but he's not everybody. He's, mm. he's some people. Um, <laughs> and one of the scenes it looks like it's like him in the foreground playing basketball with himself. And then in the background, it's the guys who played him as themselves. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's not that the outfits are a little bit different, but that's basically what it looks like. Um, and I also like that it looks like one of the um, guys playing basketball has like either an iPod on his ankle or a, uh, I don't know, those are socks. Never mind. Um, I don't like that at all. I don't get what I was saying. Uh, but anyway, this, this video is very um, silly and goofy. But uh, it's very effective as well. And I also love the, <laughs> the vape pen product. Placement. Yeah, for Dr. Dabber. <laughs> for Dr. Dabber, the yeah, vape we'll pen. Put, we'll put a link in the, sh- the show notes to drdabber.com. 100%. 100%. Um, Mix right uh, in with that. And, and, of course, the, the prerequisite uh, beats uh, yeah. product placement. Beats right alongside of Dr. Dabber. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Dabber does look pretty cool um i've seen i've seen ratings on them it's they're not they're not super great i want to see an it vapes review for dr <laughs> oh man we should call it vapes i know we have a one uh, we have a connection to it vapes right uh, it, it vapes on uh instagram instagram it's a really high level instagram account adam are people in canada vaping people in canada are vaping we we caught up Absolutely nice. They're being exported across the border to you. <laughs> they are. Nice. Yes, they are. Does anyone know the name of the guy who made the Why Always Lion Vine? Yeah, I put it in the in the Slack channel. Um, it's uh, I'll put the Know Your Meme thing. Uh, why Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Nicholas Fraser. Uh, I believe that is it. Um, yeah, Nicholas Fraser. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, yeah, that's one of those things that I love it, but I just don't understand how that serviced. Um, um, Vine, he's a Vine guy. Yeah, but he wasn't like a huge Vine guy. Vine was, enough. Yeah. Vine enough. But then, it, and, but then, it, you know, stuff spreads on Vine very easily. Right. And then this is a very easy thing to be, to use as a reaction on the internet. Right. And so that makes it easy to spread. So speaking of reactions... Uh, I think we should go and talk about. I I didn't know they were going to still make any more of these, but uh, more of the Run the Jewels cat thing theme. Things. <laughs> <laughs> the more yeah, of these one cats. of these other more of these cats. Um, and this is a crazy one. Yeah, it's a great one. So to just a quick recap, uh, Run the Jewels did a um, remix album of Run the Jewels two, uh, featuring lots of cat sounds. It wasn't like a Guster. Um, uh, 
you know, meow re- remix. Uh, it was sort of beats with some sort of meowing and cat elements. Um, so they did a video. And for, they remade the whole album. Uh, whole right. Album. It was, wasn't it a Kickstarter, I believe? Yeah. It was something like when before the, like as they were making Run the Jewels 2, they put like a fake, um, like, option on their website for like 50 grand they were like if you for 50 grand we'll make a remix album with cat sounds and then like some fans saw that and then and like set up a like a gofundme or something like lp put it up as lb like thought it was a joke and thought nobody would ever do it and they ended up giving the 50 grand to charity or something (laughs) yeah but uh you know fans ended up like actually buying it uh, and making it happen. So back in 2015, I believe, in yeah, October 2015, we got a video for Omar Darling, Don't Meow, um, directed by Hecta. And then this week, we got a, uh, a video for Meow Purdy by Syriac, the director mm-hmm. of Syriac. Um, and this one, while well, the other, if you remember the video from 2015, it was like cats kind of wreaking havoc on a city Godzilla style and it was uh, funny this one is more of a trippy thing um, has still tons and tons of cats but um, these cats are sort of it's tough to describe they're kind of it's just, if you know if you know Syriac's work it's very uh, Syriac yeah. you, you have a good idea a good sense Syriac who is a, <laughs> kind of like a web artist who oftentimes will make music videos um, but you know Fans of the Netflix show with Bob and David might also recognize Syriac's work from the opening credits from that show. Um, so here's a question. So Syriac, his name is Syriac, Syriac Harris, um, his like Twitter uh, like icon is a skull with like a hat on, like yeah. a full-size bowler hat. But then, um, uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, um, Rough Mercies. Like at the end of his videos, there's a skull with a tiny bowler hat on. Um, <laughs> uh, you see what I'm getting at? Not, yeah, that anybody, not that any of them like stole or maybe have even seen each other's thing, but they like and, and Rough Mercy has done <laughs> to run the Jules videos. Um, <laughs> It just made me think of like tiny that tiny the Tim and Eric tiny hat sketch. Yeah, the tiny bowler hat. Uh, um, yeah, maybe they're the same guy. No, they're not. I mean, but oh. but maybe there's just something in the water that where uh, you know skulls with hats kind of appeals to them. To appeals to really talented to, to animators. talented animators. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they obviously have an affinity for it, or mm-hmm. else they wouldn't use it, right? Um, Maybe we can get both uh, of them on. And they can tell us about it. Yeah, right. And they can, uh, and they could also each wear bowler hats. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though we'll trust them that they're wearing. Well, because they, they need to do that because we always do. It's yeah. a requirement Adam, to be on the show. We sent you one. Did you? Do you have it on? My IMVDB bowler hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't received it yet. I, I hope it comes in soon. Hmm. I need well, a hat. You know, you, know how, you know how it goes with me trying to mail you stuff. It's yeah, always, it's going to take. By the time it gets here, my head will be three sizes too big for it. <laughs> does that happen? It does. Um, I, I bet to to ask you how your your um, terminal head swelling is going. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's, was a, it's, a thing, it's a Canadian thing. <laughs> So I was impressed with Adam's ability to say I am VDB bowler hat with such ease and yeah. grace. And speaking of, ease, speaking of ease and grace, 
Let's talk about Life in Gray by Point Point. Ooh, oh boy. So when I mentioned <laughs> when I mentioned that this had one of the most messed up videos of the year, this is the one I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So let me just walk you through my thought process about this video. Um, because, and uh, you know, we got to do a spoiler alert here because it yeah. is a video with a plot twist. This is directed by Jodeb, and you may remember the Jodeb video that we talked a lot about in 2014, I believe. Uh, Reload? Reload, right. Um, and by there's like three artists, Sebastian Grosso, Tommy Trash, and John Martin. Um, very big cinematic video with like volcanoes and stuff. If you, if Dragon, you that, uh, dragons, yeah, all these crazy elements and stuff. Um, and, and a bunch of beautiful and amazing videos. He's an incredible director. Um, so excited to watch a Jodeb video and it features these ladies, um, this dance troupe and, uh, they're all young, attractive ladies and they're dance, you know, they're, they're dancing. One person seems to be like the leader of the dance troupe. And yeah. Like there's probably, them. like she's probably an instructor or something. Yeah. But yeah, she's like the same, sure. she's like the same age and same level of hotness. Let's just say. Um, <laughs> and at the beginning of this video, I was like, I don't yeah. know. I, have, we, have, we, have, we, have we talked to Joe Deb before? We um, did about reload on the, not on the podcast, but, but on interviewed the interviewed him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, like I get it. Like Joda wants to to get some to some sexy ladies in their underwear to film a video. Like I was like, I'm I'm in for this. I don't know where this is. Well, going. because also shot by uh, Christoph Brandel, the cinematography in this music video is stunning. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. And it, and I'm like, you know what? I don't because you know it, it's it's not really apparent what's going on for the first like minute and a half, um, and and really doesn't reveal itself until the very end. But. You're like all these these girls are kind of like their friends. They kind of they, it looks like they live in some sort of trailer park. They're dancers, um, and then you get into it's this, a fun, it's fun loving, attractive girls. Yeah, I'm like thing. I'm like yeah. Not everyone needs to have volcanoes and dinosaurs. I get it. I'm gonna watch these lady, these sexy ladies do their thing, and then then you get to this house party and they're drinking and having fun. And you're like okay, here we go. Which which one of them are gonna you know discover their uh, di- discover their love of each other or whatever. Um, because I'm in, a, I'm in, a I, don't know, I don't know if that's what I didn't anticipate that, but well, well they, do, they do insinuate a little bit of, uh, of there's some romantic vibes at one yeah. point. And I thought that's where it was going as well. It's a, it's a, it's a great misdirection. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's a red herring for sure. Um, it, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Adam. No, I was just going to say is that it, that's definitely, I think intentional for it to seem like it's leading to that place. And then, which we've seen, and before. there are no dark undertones to it in the beginning at all. It, it very much seems if if it was just like if it ended with them just falling asleep, drunk at a party, and waking up and like walking into the sunset. I've seen that video before, like a million times. And this and and this this is a well executed version of that video. And if it would have stopped there, if it right. would have stopped there, that would have been yeah. The ladies are the sexiest. The cinematography is also the sexiest. But then it switches gears and everything kind of basically it 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 gets dark in a really weird way. Um, yeah, where you see in the, this dance studio. All these ladies, you know, uh, in with their hands tied above their heads, and uh, this one girl who sh- this instructor has kind of picked out as her like favorite dancer, um, 
they've all been drugged and seem to be under some sort of mind control. But this woman has tied like and, and as a result of this party. As a result right, of the, the party, party right. the, the party is thrown by this kind of instructor. Right, uh, right. Everyone is drunk. drinking and doing drugs and stuff like that, and you think that like maybe it's just going to get like you guys said, sexy, mm-hmm. and right. then uh, uh, instead, um, you know, she actually just like used that as an opportunity to get these women uh, incapacitated to like put them into this situation that you're describing now. Right, and what she's done is tie these long blades to this dancer's hand so that when she by muscle memory or whatever memory that she has in her because she's drugged in her mind to do this dance she will like kill all these other dancers yeah um, which is some some like saw shit um right and it, but it's interesting to like take this like beautiful like dance is a <clears throat> dance is a thing i think you know dance kind of reached its peak uh two years ago with you know all of those sia videos and uh, turned down for what and kind of like the um, just you know like dance started like we really started seeing a lot more music videos with dance in it and this is a very interesting way to kind of like take some of these elements that we've seen in music videos recently and kind of put them together and then make the outcome something really uh, unexpected and so it's really like beautiful dancing uh, and and but what she's doing is just like murdering all of these women uh, or you know, unintentionally murdering all of these women uh, as as they kind of hang. What I really love about this video is um, just the subtle way that I find if it, it really, really is great to watch um, on a repeated viewing because you pick up so much more. The narrative is kind of nestled in uh, to, like you said, Doug. It's sort of masked as a dance performance video, but when you pay attention real closely, you can see that the teacher is in distress right from the beginning. Um, actually, the first scene of the video is her sharpening the blades. She's actually welding the the blades um, right at the very opening of the. Yeah, video. it's it's one of those things, and it happens a, like a lot of music videos do this. Is they will like start with one image that, uh, and then go away from that image, and you don't really you almost forget that you saw it. And this music video really does a great job executing that, where you like almost forget that you see at the beginning of this video someone sharpening blades in a garage <laughs> and they don't revisit that until you see those blades strapped to somebody's arms. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's just a really interesting, unexpected way of, like placed and, and like it never loses any of the beauty. That's the thing. Like at the, you know, even as there's just like this kind of like, you know, mass murder going on, uh, you know, it still maintains this like beautiful dance routine. Um, uh, it's it's a very troubling video by the end. Right. It's, uh, um, and the the, the YouTube uh, actually has a, a really good description of the uh, significance of the video, which describes that um, the narrative is about the Y generation's um, obsession with creating a perfect piece of work. And in the video, we definitely see that the teacher is obsessed and will go to any lengths to kind of perfect this. Uh, this dance piece that she yeah because she's also like she doesn't just do it uh, for fun like she's taping it and it's established yeah. early that she like sets up this camcorder um, throughout this process and and that, that her like filming this uh, like this carnage is um, part of the pl- like part of what she's doing is trying to capture something you know through it 
So really, really dark and unexpected stuff, but also really beautiful music video as well. Yeah, I love actually it, it actually has a lot of horror elements um, to the video. It reminded me of some other films like Seven, the way the murder is like staged and mm -hmm. uh, Black Swan with the dancing. And but the thing that I liked was that despite having all these horror elements, it's not shot that way. It's shot with this really beautiful like, uh, you know, the, a very nice, saturated, like, a, you know, it, it just such a cool contrast to have such a dark visual with like this not dark tone to it. It was yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. And it's one of those uh, videos that does a really interesting thing and that's play with our preconceptions of music videos and what we pay attention to music videos. Adam, because you, Adam, you mentioned that they're sharpening knives in the beginning and we're kind of trained as music video viewers um, to to take elements and just throw them away unless they make a really deep impact. Well, if we're watching like another piece of medium, like we're watching like Law and Order, we're trained to uh, to assign value to almost every piece because if somebody, you know, if uh, Richard Belzer finds a fork at the crime scene, um, they're good. That's going to be a callback to something because those art forms um, have, you know, a lot of economy of, of, of space in them. There's not a lot of wasted space. Um, whereas music videos kind of can stretch out like that. And you can watch a music video where literally nothing has any value. Like it could be beautiful, but there is no you narrative, don't have to make, narrative yeah, value. Yeah, you don't have to, to assign narrative value to anything. So this, I think, starts out very cleverly um, giving you cues to throw things away. Um, and I think the, the cinematography, uh, it, while beautiful, could be a part of that because if it was something that was shot and lit like a horror, like a classic horror film, that would be giving you cues um, to to process this in a different way. Yeah, but, right. Um, yeah, I think this, this is an amazing music video. I, I, I love this. Yeah, it's really great. It makes you feel like, and it's a goal too. It definitely makes you feel really uncomfortable by the end. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. You like sure. you get there and you know it's the end of the video and you're like, fuck. Well, I'm gonna watch this happen now. Like, yeah. but please <laughs> don't fucking happen. And then it starts to happen. And you're like, oh, this shit is brutal. Like, uh, I thought they were gonna brutal. cut away at the end. Yeah. Yeah, they don't though. They, they stick there. And I think uh. that's why it's so effective is that it doesn't seem like it's going to go there. I watch tons of horror movies, like really extreme ones as well and like this for some reason it really unsettled me and i think it's just that that crazy contrast and that you don't see it coming but it's uh yeah it was really good yeah. just a great video yeah so should we talk about one more um i think we got time for one more let's do let's do one more um should we do uh what we could do the chemical brothers what? yeah let's do it we're in a, we're in a dancing mood yeah um, in this one, we're going from uh, you know a dance troupe that is murdered to one dancer who is not murdered, um, and this is the Chemical Brothers featuring Beck. Uh, Beck, who, or, who you love, I do. I do love. Beck. I also love Beck. Um, who you guys Beck. love? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Doug. Are you not a Beck fan? Not that. Not that I'm not a fan. Yeah. I just. I, mean, I just know how big of a fan Adam Ferris. Well, is. I haven't been. I mean, I. It's it's been maybe a, a decade since I bought a Beck album. A Beckade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so dumb. So this one, uh, you know, and I think Beck has he has a, a great voice for something like this, and I think Beck is a good candidate for a lot of these, like, um, you know, the Chemical Brothers or 
um, other electronic artists featuring somebody because he has a really distinctive voice and you know i i feel like he's kind of maybe doesn't I mean, doesn't really need to be releasing a lot of albums now well so, back to the chemical brothers also come from this you know mute like this era of music videos together right, right. and they have like co-collaborators they're kind of part of the same little circle of people like uh spike jones and uh sofia coppola they've sort of been affiliated in the past so right. it makes sense and this yeah. video is by dom and nick um who have done a bunch of chemical brothers videos right um all the way back to the 90s so uh they're longtime collaborators of the chemical brothers um and this video features a dancer and um, basically the concept of the video is this dancer, uh, as she dances, parts of her body are taken away and are replaced with sort of the sort of like, uh, scaffolding, I would, you, I would call it, mm-hmm. um, kind of like her body becomes a cage by the end. Um, and it has that element to it, you know, there's a well done visual element. Um, but also I, the dance is great. I got a little bit of a call your girlfriend vibe, the Robin call your girlfriend video. Um, she's kind of dancing in a industrial place like that video. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like this video a lot. Yeah. yeah very it's, simple, but effective. Like it's just, uh, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of, uh, some, uh, well, there could be some symbolism, but, uh, I mean, there's no narrative, but just very simple and effective. Like you said, the visual effects, I think are what carry this one. Um, I think, I, I think the, 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 perf- the dance performance though. And I think the, Steadicam is also very strong in this video too, though it's it's um, it's a uh, one shot or is it, it's I think it's one shot, right? Or at least it uh, appears it's, to it's be. L- it appears to be one shot, yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, but the, the but the visual effects are also very very strong and very striking, and and there are some moments like uh, where like her heart is revealed and that kind of stuff, and that stuff yeah, almost really really good. Um, and the choreographer of this, um, which was. Um, Wayne McGregor, uh, kind of an interesting tie-in. It was choreographed the Lotus Flower video by Radiohead from 2011, Uh if you remember, which is kind of a famous video for just featuring Tom York doing a kind of crazy dance. Um, Obviously, this is much more like, you know, this is a professional dancer and and a much more choreographed dance, but uh, interesting that that's the same guy. Um. This effect reminds me of a music video. I can't remember. And I was just looking at it yesterday after watching this video too. Uh, do either of you guys remember? It's, it uses a similar effect of this kind of like the holes um, appearing in somebody's uh, – it's like a guy drinking coffee and he's got this same kind of like holes in his body. Come on, guys. Ooh, I, I do not know what you're talking about. I got nothing. Right. I got Flash. nothing either. I'm thinking though. Uh, that, no. I, it's, it is a familiar effect. I felt like I'd seen something, not exactly like it, but something similar. Um, and the other thing I wanted to uh, um, direct folks' attention to, which is the top, um, oh, if you Google it, it really grosses me out. Uh, uh, Trifophobia. Have you heard of, have you guys heard of this? What is that? Oh man, let me link this to you. I guess it's like the pho- it's a phobia of um like weird um Oh phobia oh pathological fear of holes. Or yeah. a regular pattern of holes. Oh god, this is but awful. If, but if you Google it, it's all in people's skin and shit, and it makes you it, oh it's if that shit is gross looking. 
but uh, that it's interesting to see that if you like, uh, if you Google that and then look at in the news, it talks about this this video, really? Chemical Brothers' new video triggering people's typophobia. Typophobia. Oh man, these Google images though are blowing my mind. But I'm clicking further in. Oh yeah, here we go. Chart attack. Oh, this shoulder. Oh, I can, I can definitely see how that is that is related. Yeah, maybe we need to add trigger warnings to IMVDB. Oh, so oh oh the Google images. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm 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 troubled, guys. I'm troubled. Well, on that note, I think uh, I think we got all through the disturbing shit from this week, you guys. Um, will spring bring a, a better news to us? Uh, as as a as a civilization as humans, I think we're getting the hero Mirai video tomorrow. Absolutely, yeah. He just said that said that on Twitter. He said he he genuinely didn't know though, um, which could happens, be Might. happens. Yeah, happens quite a quite a bit. Sometimes the the uh, release date of a video and release status is uh, out of the hands of the director, which is but the cr- the crazy thing about Hero is he didn't even know he made this video. <laughs> like he didn't. What? He did. He knew. Like most folks, don't know when their videos are coming out. Yeah. Hero didn't even know that he made this music video. Yeah. Where's here's the tweet? Uh, I guess I made a music video? Question mark. I guess it's coming out tomorrow? Question mark. No. Yeah. Not as that's, 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 that's a. Right. Um. Well. Cool. Cool joke. We we ended with a real strong joke. Yeah. Um. Thanks, you guys, for the. My jokes are good. Typophobia. Um, yeah, so, wow, we could be getting the first Hero My Music video of 2016. Clear off a space in the top ten, you guys. Um, <laughs> dust it off. Yeah, dust it off. We're getting ready. Um, yeah, and so hopefully next week, or this this time next week, we're talking about a new Hero Mariah video. Um, everybody uh, go through and say who you think the artist will be. I'll start first. Um, I, I would bet a significant amount of money on either uh, Bonnie Raitt or Katie Lang. Doug? Uh, uh, Maroon 5. Mm. Ooh, that'd be good. Adam? Britney Spears comeback video. Mm. Comment tomorrow. Come back from when? Just like her last video. Yeah, coming back tried, from, she, yeah, we'll come in back from the Smurf soundtracks and stuff. Well, she tried the one with Iggy Azalea. Remember the... the <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that the one. The girls so one? Does anyone want to give an uh, like a, a genuine guess? <laughs> um, I I feel like it's gonna be an artist that I maybe am like uh, relatively unfamiliar with, but will will listen to and 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 love. Um, like will become your new favorite artist for the next six years. Yeah, they're just they're just way too many. That's the thing about things like like Spotify and that. I just realized how many amazing artists there are that I just have, don't have the brain power to, to encapsulate all the, I love that we're trying to guess who it is, but by the time this podcast is out, it'll be out for a day. <laughs> no, I'm going to get this one up quick. You'll see. Oh, um, okay. Okay, cool. Sweet. Uh, well, you know, what? I'm going to do that right now. So we'll see you guys next week and, uh, long live the music video. 